to Dudes on Movies, a podcast where dudes talk about movies. I'm your dude, Scott. I'm your dude, Dave. And today we're discussing 1985's The Goonies, directed by Richard Donner, starring Sean Astin, Josh Brolin, and Corey Feldman, and a lot of other cool cast members. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is Dudes on Demand, the final week here in January, and this request came from Caitlin in St. Louis, so thank you very much for this request. Mm-hmm. But before we talk about this movie, let's talk about what we've been watching. Dave, what have you been watching? Everybody wants some. Ooh, so you watch? Yeah, everybody wants. Dave, you're watching things I've recommended on this show. It's it's it's, it's a weird this how the tables weird. have turned. I know. Wow. Yeah. Um. And man, okay, look, I I liked this movie quite a bit. Uh-huh. Um. I I was really surprised at how much I did like it. I love Richard Linklater, but when I first saw the previews for the movie, I was like, that doesn't look like Richard Linklater. I watched it. It's totally him. It is. Everything about it, I mean, like, there, there's a ton of, like, stuff about people always just kind of charging around trying to have sex, but just like every Linklater script, it's penned with, like, all this philosophy in mind. I mean, yep. like, characters, no plot to speak of, which is a Linklater staple, uh-huh. and everybody is just philosophizing throughout the whole thing. It's excellent. Yeah, and when it came out, everyone was hailing it as, like, dazed and confused in the 80s. Yes, which yes. it kind of has a feel like Dazed and Confused does, but it, it's different in its own way. Oh, like, yeah. It's not just a rehash of mm-hmm. Dazed, you right, know? Right, right. Um, I, I thought it was a good movie, too, man. Yeah. I haven't seen a bad movie from him, so, he's, you know? I mean, like, he's excellent. <laughs> yeah. He, he's, he's really, uh, like, he should be up there really with, with like, the, the best modern filmmakers. I'd put him up there. Yep. Definitely. Um, I watched E.T. <laughs> okay. Dude, <laughs> I've been on a science fiction 80s kick lately. Well, good. So, yeah, last week I had Aliens. This week I got E.T., and let me tell you, man, I don't care how many times I watch it, I cry at the end. I mean... I cannot hold it in, man. It, it's going to get you every time. E.T. Yeah. is one of my all-time favorite films. Yeah, um, it's awesome. I love this film. I've seen it a thousand times. And every time, it's just like, it's just as good. It's, just as good, man. It's Spielberg magic. What, what can you do? Yeah, you can't do anything about it except right. cry because E.T. is going to go home, you man. got to cry, cry again, I know. <sighs> Amblin Entertainment. So... <laughs> We're going to do another Amblin movie here. How about uh, that? The Goonies. So, Dave, why don't you give everyone a synopsis? All right. Um, there's a group of kids in Astoria, Oregon, and their um, their their houses are about to be raised to to build country clubs by these you know by these rich assholes, and uh, they are the Goonies themselves. These kids they they live in the Goon Docks, and uh, this is a classic children's VHS movie. From way back that we've all seen a million times, we're all totally familiar with it. Full disclosure, I've seen this movie in the triple digits. Wow. Yeah. Okay. It was on every day at my house. You know, my brothers and sisters and I, at one point, I actually um, was bored at an assembly at school. Uh Uh-huh. It was about four hours long, and I put my head in my hands and pretended I was watching The Goonies. (laughs) Because I knew the script backward and forward. Wow. Like, word perfect, I was. Man, I was going to ask you, right off the bat here, what is your experience with this film? <laughs> okay, right. You beat me to okay, it. Okay, good. <laughs> um, I wasn't raised on this movie, by okay. the I had seen it, you know, a dozen times growing up. Yeah. I liked it as a kid, you know. Last time I watched it was maybe like five or six years ago. Mm-hmm. I still enjoyed it then. Yeah. Um, not as much as I did as a kid, I believe. But right. uh, And after watching it again, 
I would still say I do like this movie. Okay, mm-hmm. good. Yes. Uh, what, 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 what do you oh, think? I'm, yeah. I'm still I'm there? Totally, yeah, I'm still there. I, okay. I, I think when you watch it as an adult, as a fully grown, you know, fully matured person, mm-hmm. a well-developed cinephile. Exactly. It is still there for you. All the hallmarks are, are there. You can tell that this is really good kid acting. Um, yeah. And the story, it just, it sucks you in. And this is a great adventure that even as a, an adult, you want to go on. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's timeless. It's cool. Like It's a kid's movie, for yeah. sure. There is a lot of kiddie stuff in it. Yeah. But there's enough stuff here for everybody. That's right. Like, who doesn't want to go on an adventure? <laughs> who doesn't want to hang out with their friends? Yeah. Who doesn't want to find buried treasure? I know. You know, that sounds awesome. <laughs> who want, Who doesn't want to save the day? <laughs> right. <laughs> it's a it's a timeless yeah. story yeah and um steven spielberg produced a great film here you that's know? right um so yeah it's about the kids in astoria they're about to lose all their homes to a golf magnate <laughs> and um it's their last weekend together as the goonies the last the goonie weekend yeah they are the rejects of the town apparently i don't <laughs> what does a goonie mean um, okay. I, I, I don't truly know. I, I think I think where they live in Astoria is known as the Goondocks. Okay, yeah. So mm-hmm. they are Goonies. They're the Goonies. Yes. Gotcha. Okay. That works for me. Yeah. It's, okay. I mean it's it's um I asked myself that question, you know, in the summer of eighty seven or thereabouts, uh-huh. you know, a yeah. million times <laughs> right. as well after like the fourth viewing per day. Uh-huh. You know, trying trying to like picture, you know, like right. how the logistics of this. Yeah. And I only got it like maybe on my yeah, I, I was a very inattentive child on top of everything else. So it took me a minute to figure it out too. <laughs> oh dude, on that classic VHS tape. <laughs> Now, did you own the VHS or was this taped off of HBO? It was taped off of um, like those weekends when you had free HBO. Okay. Um, okay. And and w- once you had it, it was there. It was it was yours now to keep. Okay. And and the thing is, like when when you record when you recorded something off of television, it, it lost some of the quality. Yeah. But no one cared about quality back then. I mean, no. like we didn't know anything about it. We didn't know that like you know Blu-ray was coming. We We're, have we had color. Exactly. We had <laughs> color television. That's all we need. The, the 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 big box TV that ruined your carpet. I mean. And that's that's what we just thought life was, you know. So no one cared about like like quality of image. I mean, it was just there for you. We've evolved. Dave. We have, yes. Um. <laughs> now nothing less than Blu-ray will do. It's so weird. I know. I bought this on Blu-ray actually uh-huh. just right. for this show. Um, I'm glad I did. Yeah. So I I have one question for you. Okay. So apparently they're waiting for one more signature from. From Mikey's dad or yeah. something? Or is he... Does he own all the land? <laughs> I was a little confused. <laughs> that part is movie bullshit. Yeah, okay. Um, like, like why Mikey's dad is the final signature to make this deal go through, I uh-huh. don't know. Unless he's just so respected in the community that it's now become official law that, you know, <laughs> um, that Mikey's dad is the final word on things. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to be poking holes in this movie, folks. Yeah. But don't get mad at me. Yeah, of course. It's just a good time. Yeah. We're having a good time with the movie. Um, yeah, I thought that was weird. <laughs> Why is his signature the only one needed <laughs> so that Troy's dad can build a golf course? <laughs> right. It Troy's doesn't make dad. any sense. <laughs> Mr. Troy. Yeah. Um, so the kids, they're sad. They're going to lose their house. Um, and there's some great kid acting, like you said. Like, Sean Astin plays Mikey. He's the the leader of the Goonies, I guess. Yeah. And his big brother, Josh, um, or no, no, Josh Brolin plays Brand. Yeah. Yeah. So it's Josh Brolin and Sean Astin as basically kids. Yes. Uh, Brolin's a teenager in the movie. Right. But uh, 
I guess he's 16. He just failed his driving test. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but there's a great moment when the guys come to serve the papers that the dad needs to sign, and Josh Brolin's giving them some shit. Yeah. Like, and Mikey and Josh just kind of have this moment where they they hug each other. Yeah. And they're like, "It'll be all right. It's gonna be fine." I mean, we, we, we've seen Brand giving Mikey shit about being sad about moving. Yeah. Um, and, he, and he's being very big brother about it and, and kind of being dismissive of both uh-huh. him and his friends. And when when Troy's dad and the other jackass leave mm-hmm. with, with the papers or after having dropped off the papers, all the boys go inside. But Mikey is, is like very like having this private moment where he's looking out over the goondocks and, and yeah. being very sad about having to leave. because He's taking kind of, it in. This yeah. has been his home. Yeah. It's going to be gone. And Man. and it's finally hitting him that not it's going to be gone. Yeah. Not only is he leaving, they're going to tear it down. Yes. Like, it's gone. And Brand, in a very surprising moment, goes, Mikey, he comes out of the house, mm-hmm. and, and Mikey just walks over and gives Brand this great hug. Mm-hmm. Like, like, it's a very touching moment. Mm-hmm. And then they cut the treacle by, like, having brand drag mikey yeah he's kind of like, got him in a headlock almost yes yeah. yes he's still hugging him but, but he's just dragging him and it's just it's still a great brotherly yeah, moment it's not you know? it's not i'm beating you up no it's i love you man yes um yes i'm just we're being silly now exactly yeah great kid acting it's and it's I awesome mean, yeah you have Corey feldman in here who's a fantastic i know kid actor and and i'm reminded too of like like hearing rob reiner talk about kid acting when he was doing stand by me uh-huh. about how like and it's it was it was a really wise thing i remember hearing him say about well, when you're casting a movie that, that's all about kids is that like kids even if even no matter how gifted they are they don't truly have the craft down yet uh-huh. so when you cast a child in a child's role you have to cast pretty much close to what their personality is yeah, yeah, um, definitely. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. So I, I would imagine that like the older teenage actors like Josh Brolin and Martha Plimpton and Cary Green, uh-huh. they've been experienced a little bit. Right. But like these kids, I mean, I'm sure Sean Astin was just like Mikey offset. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I, I know Corey, Hel- Corey Feldman is mouth. I mean, he, he is just is that mouth. guy. Yeah. He's, he's the loud, smart-ass, sarcastic yep. kid who's always joking around. Yep. He's always on. Mm-hmm. He's always, cu- you know, quick with a joke. And mm-hmm. like like Data might not be an inventor, but he probably is a lot like Data. Uh-huh. Kihai Kwan is probably just like Data is. Yep. You know? Mm-hmm. And I know that Jeff Cohn is Chunk. I mean, <laughs> it's just... <laughs> it's, there's no Who mistaking else? it. Right. Who else? I mean, he's... Yes. <laughs> Oh, Chunk. <laughs> uh-huh. Let's talk about Chunk. Yeah, I want to talk about Chunk. Yeah. I, I, I hope everyone out here knows this movie, because we I mean, might skip stuff. Oh, yeah. We might I, not really point out what's happening, because we we're, feel like everyone's seen this. We, we, we're going to assume that you grew up with this movie and talk about it. Okay, yeah. yeah. So, Chunk. Um, do you like Chunk? Of course. I love Chunk. Lo- I, I, right. Whenever Chunk is not on screen, you say, where's Chunk? <laughs> you know, because <laughs> you want to see more of this kid. He is this... <laughs> Chronic liar. Uh-huh. Um, he's kind of always bullied by even his friends yep. for being a loudmouth, accident prone. <laughs> um, he's just the annoying kid yeah. who won't shut the hell up. Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> and they, 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 they mock him for his for his lies and for his obesity. Uh-huh. Um, and, and the truffle shuffle. The, the truffle shuffle is problematic in 2017. We can't do right. that anymore. Yeah. But I, I have to admit, I still laugh when, when Chunk does the truffle shuffle. I still shuffle. laugh, but I look at it thinking, that's pretty offensive. <laughs> no <laughs> doubt about it, Making the dude. fat kid oh. dance. It's bad. Oh, yeah, it's... Mm-hmm. But this, this this is 80s screenwriting, folks. Which, it's, I mean, back it then... It was okay it in was, the 80s. It was the Wild West. You could do whatever you wanted in the 80s. 
did they drop any racial or homophobic uh, slurs in this movie? I, I don't I, think they no, do. I don't think they do. And, and in fact, they, oh, they dodge that one. Yeah, and they're very progressive about about like you know race and stuff like that. There's mm-hmm. never any mention made of like you know data being Asian. Yeah. Um. It's just he's just there. He's hanging out. Mm-hmm. So they were very progressive in in other ways. They just hadn't gotten to like like <laughs> obese children yet. <laughs> they were next. Yes, exactly. That was eighty seven. Chunk's great. He's, he's always talking. I know. And everything he says is so funny. He's And he's always wanting food. Going back to that making fun of fat kids stuff. Uh, there's the scene in the basement when he's like, we got to get out of here, guys. Let's go there. And he's like, I smell ice cream. Yes. And he just opens the cool. He smells it from outside the refrigerator. From outside the freezer. It's, and it's ice cream. He can smell ice cream. No one can smell ice cream. He's like he's like a, a a pig with a you know getting truffles and before yeah <laughs> and before he even opens the freezer he's listing off the flavors they oh, have because he can smell exactly which flavors yes <laughs> he can smell Rocky Road and grape yeah. and uh, mm-hmm. yeah oh man God <laughs> and he also has like in in a, in a movie full of, full of people who would go on to become like what we know of as as being good actors mm-hmm. um, Jeff Cohen has. One of my favorite scenes in the movie, it's after the Fratellis capture him uh-huh. and are interrogating mm-hmm. him. Yeah. I've seen this speech on t-shirts before. <laughs> when when They tell him to yes. tell him everything. Uh, yeah. Joey Pants uh, says, you know, like, uh, he says, that kid, I want you to spill your guts, tell us everything. Mm-hmm. And he, he, he says, you know, everything. And they're like, yeah, everything. So he starts talking, he starts giving them his life story. And he starts telling yeah. them every bad thing he's ever done personally. He doesn't get yeah. that he want, that, that what they're after is where the other Starting kids went. Starting with first grade, he... <laughs> And he even says one thing, like he's going on for probably 30 minutes, yes. not movie time, You're but right. you know, he's rambling uh-huh. for who knows how long. <laughs> and, and the one guy, um, Robert Davi. R- yeah. He, he's like holding him and he looks at him. He's like, I'm starting to like this kid. Mom. I know. <laughs> Cause of all these terrible things the kid's done. This criminal's like, I'm starting to like this, this kid. This kid is great. <laughs> <laughs> I, and I love I love everything every every speech he makes like every story he tells because um, mm-hmm. first they're kind of rapid fire like he just kind of gives one sentence about uh-huh. something he did yeah he says that he, he stole his uncle Max toupee and glued it on his face when I played <laughs> Moses in my Hebrew school play <laughs> and he says he, he pushed his sister down the stairs and blamed it on the dog yep um and then he tells like like the the, the final thing oh. that he tells is is where he. Uh, like, you know, got some fake vomit and went to the movie theater and I, I guess it turned into, um, again, stand by me. Yeah. This is the stand by me. He had his yeah. Lord ass Hogan moment when he, you know, like turned the whole thing into a vomitorium. Uh-huh. He goes, pretends like he's vomiting yeah. and dumps the fake vomit onto the audience. <laughs> and then the entire audience starts puking all over <laughs> each other. He's so descriptive yes. of what's happening. Oh yeah, he 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 goes. I, I never felt so bad in my entire <laughs> life. And I think that's when he goes. I think I I'm liking this. I'm kid starting to like this kid, like this kid. <laughs> And Aunt Ramsey plays the uh, plays Mother Fratelli. Oh yeah. The Fratellis are the, this 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 gang who like I. What are they? They're 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 running a counterfeit operation. I guess they're running a counterfeit operation. Yeah. It doesn't. They don't tell you what happened. The film opens with uh, Robert Davi breaking out of prison, and Joe Pantaleano and Anne Ramsey are there to bust them out. Yes. I guess. And yes. <laughs> it's a family of criminals. Yeah, they're a family of criminals, and I guess they're good criminals because they, uh, they, they get be. out of jail. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, they got him out of that that that, and no one found him. So I mean. <laughs> 
the, the film starts with them breaking out of jail and the car chase with the cops it drives by each of our protagonists yes, so you get to yes. see them and, it introduces them that yeah, way yeah that it was just cool i like that and it culminates in them winning an orv race unintentionally oh yeah that's right they the go on the beach and they <laughs> yes. they lose the cops right and ramsey's like trust me boys uh-huh <laughs> Uh, and there's a, also a um, there's a fourth Fratelli, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Who they keep chained in the basement, played by John Matuzak. His name is Sloth. He's uh, like I yeah, guess wasn't he's, he a, a Houston Texan? Uh, was no, he was not a Houston Texan. Okay, uh, I believe he was a Houston Oiler. An Oiler. Okay, yeah. and yeah. he also played for the Raiders. All right, so I know he, I knew he played football. Yes. Okay. <laughs> the, uh, but he, you know, he he um he's down there and like like I guess um. I guess before we get into Sloth, we, we should just talk about the other kids. I mean, like mm-hmm. like Corey Feldman plays Mouth, uh, uh, Jonathan Kihai Kwan plays Data, mm-hmm. uh, and then there's there's uh, Carrie Green as Andy mm-hmm. and Martha Plimpton, the great Martha Plimpton. Oh um, yeah, as welcome Steph. back to the show. Yes, Martha Plimpton in we, a far better film. Yes, we've always talked about how she she is always welcome in in dude at the dudes on movies mansion. Yes. Martha Plimpton is is mm-hmm. we have best. a room waiting for you. Of course, You're welcome. Yes, join well, the cast. The presidential suite is hers. <laughs> um. <laughs> But she, uh, they're all there, and they, they find themselves underground, mm-hmm. like, going after this treasure map. Like, they're, they're trying to find a treasure that, that Mikey uh, goes on. They want to have, like, one last Goonie adventure. Uh-huh. And so they, his dad, Mikey's dad, is the curator of, like, some kind of, you know, like, science museum or something like that. Yeah. History museum. And the, he has a bunch of cool stuff in the attic. One of them is this treasure map that was left there by pirate One-Eyed Willie. Mm-hmm. And, um... So they go. That that's what gets them going first uh, was to seek this treasure, and then they find out they're being chased by the Fratellis mm-hmm. because the Fratellis know that they're going for a treasure. Yep, it's all happenstance. Yep, but uh, it's good. Yeah, <laughs> right. So, um, I guess we could talk about Sloth. Yeah, you, you brought him up. I yeah. wanted to talk about Sloth. Good. He's the fourth Fratelli, and um, when I grew up as a kid. I thought Sloth was pretty scary, mm. and he still is a little scary. Yeah, um, the way he looks, which is unfortunate because he's ultimately, when you think about it, as an adult, he's just uh, uh, maybe a mentally handicapped, deformed person. He's a disabled man. Yeah, yeah, and he's chained to a wall in a basement. It's disgusting, and he's ripped. He's super jacked. Oh yeah, this guy's <laughs> muscles are insane. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I want to know if they're feeding him. <laughs> it's whey protein only. <laughs> I know, and baby Ruth's, <laughs> and, and it and it's it, yeah, it's weird. It's actually one of these uh, one of these weird uh, early '80s NFL physiques. Oh yeah, like the Lyle Alzado <laughs> body. That, that's just like 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 super jacked, like 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 '70s uh, mm-hmm. Mr. Olympia type stuff. Mm-hmm. Like like guys don't actually look like that anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they have like long, lean Michael Phelps muscles. They're not like John yeah. Matuzak. No, this is Macho Man Randy this, Savage. Yes, <laughs> yes, this guy is is just like like. <laughs> Like on the Bane serum or something. He's gigantic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and when you realize he's just a dude who's treated so poorly by <laughs> oh. his own family, you, yeah. just, you feel differently about Sloth. Um, I used to think, oh, this guy's just hilarious, and he's fun, yeah, and he's so cool. Uh-huh. Uh, but now I feel terrible for this dude. His own mother has him chained in a basement. It's His monstrous. His brothers treat him like shit. It's 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 unthinkable. Like 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 if if this happened, I mean, they would all go away for a long time. This is the worst thing they've done. Yes, I don't care if they've murdered federal agents. Of they're trying to dump the bodies. You're keeping this man chained in a basement. False imprisonment of a human being mm-hmm. uh, of your own flesh and blood. Uh huh. Yeah, it's disgusting. Ugh. And and you hear about this thing happening, you know, in the news. Uh, yeah. Families who have disabled children who keep them in dog cages and shit. I mean, that's what they're doing here. I know. 
I know it's 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 so it's so absolutely uh like I mean it's it's a human rights violation of the worst order and it's unfortunately played for laughs in 80s movies. You know, <laughs> I mean really that's yeah, what that, we're dealing that with. 80s movie, they haven't gotten to deformed no, children they yet. Haven't. They haven't got the fat kids exactly. yet. I mean that's why they put them together so cuz they're like that, they, they make have, a good team. Yeah, right. they're on the fringes of society, <laughs> chunk and sloth. I mean they're they're you know, they're not uh, part of the part of the parade yet. Yeah. Nope. According to the 80s. Yeah, it's 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 really the terrible. The 80s was weird. I know. <laughs> but I love the 80s, man. It sucks. I feel bad that I love them. I know. But I like that I love exactly. them. Exactly. Um, so the Goonies, uh, very kid-friendly. Actually, it's not a very kid-friendly movie. It's, okay, so like... Kid movies in the eighties, like we, we've all we've all talked about, like the both the virtues and and the drawbacks <laughs> of the nineteen eighties. Yeah, one of the one of the great virtues of the eighties was in kid movies, we were allowed to say shit a lot, a lot of shit. Yeah, uh, we were allowed to smoke cigarettes and mm-hmm. talk about drinking beer and talk about you know sex and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It, it wasn't nearly as sanitized as kind of like what happened when. Um, like Nickelodeon stuff started happening, uh-huh. you know, like that, that, that kind of scrubbed it. And now everything was like saved by the bell. Right. Back then, man, you just like, it, it was a lot closer to what your, your actual childhood was like, where you were swearing all the time. I, I think that's really a testament to why these kind of movies hit home to a lot of people. Yeah. Not just people who grew up in the eighties or mm-hmm. who grew up watching these movies. Yeah. I feel like a kid nowadays eight, nine years old, Yes, would love watching this movie. I, I, I have no doubt. Because that's life, man. That's For right. a kid, you want to hang with your friends. Yep. You're saying shit. <laughs> because you're a kid, man. I know. I you're going to say shit. Because <laughs> you just learned the words. And, yeah. and so now you want to you practice it all the time. And when you're among your friends and, and out of the earshot of your parents, you can mm-hmm. do that. And I love how they find this treasure map and they just kind of all just like, let's do it. Yep. You find something, you grab it, and you run with it. <laughs> of man. course, kids do that because you have time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you can go on a treasure hunt I can't when you're do a child. That now. No way, dude! Like I gotta cook dinner. Exactly. <laughs> you you have children to think about. <laughs> They're out running around saying <laughs> shit, <laughs> looking for treasure. <laughs> yes. Thank God. <laughs> um, one thing I loved about the movie, speaking of like kids running around, uh-huh. um, at the end of the movie. They get out of the cave and whatever, and their parents find them as if they'd been hunting for them all night, which is cool because that's what would happen if your kids have been gone all night. You would think, yeah. Um, But they didn't show the parents trying to find the kids at all during the movie. You never see that at all, which I love yeah. because you don't need to be taken out of the adventure to see a worried parent. I agree. Dude, you know what? You're right. Yes. Mm-hmm. That we do not see any shots of agonizing parents. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's all about this last Goonie adventure. Mm-hmm. And and when the parents finally come at the end, they're not yelling at the kids. They're no. just loving on them, saying, I'm so happy, to see I'm them. So happy you're okay. Yeah. Um, I don't care. Uh, you fought an octopus or whatever the fuck you said you did. <laughs> you're here. You're alive. That's good. I love you. <laughs> Can I, I'm glad you brought up the octopus. Because okay. <laughs> uh, that, that was another point of contention when I was a kid. You yes, know. I wanted to get into this. Yeah. Um. So, like... You know, back then, when when it when it was just you know VHS theater, uh, we didn't have uh, DVD special features. Uh huh. Um. So when when the kids say when 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 Data says the octopus was very scary, mm-hmm. uh, to the local reporter, and the other kids start chiming in, in the theatrical cut there was no octopus. Uh huh. But all the other kids are like saying are like agreeing, saying, "Oh yeah, octopus, blah blah, octopus, yeah, that was really mm-hmm. scary." 
we know now that in the original cut of the movie, there was, they did fight an octopus outside yeah. of One-Eyed Willie's pirate not, ship. Not the final cut, but during the editing process, yes. there was a scene of an octopus fighting them. Yes, and they just didn't cut out that dialogue at the end. They let the kids go on about an octopus, maybe because they thought, well, I mean, I guess a bunch of kids would tell, would, you know, like... I guess fabricate their their adventures a bit. Like I I think they should have cut it out because I do too. They, they didn't. They say that and then cut to another shot of something else. They could have just cut that one second of data saying the octopus was scary. You're true, right? Now, if Chunk had said the octopus <laughs> was scary, yeah, they could leave that in because he makes up shit. That's true. You know, that's that would have worked. You're right. But um, yeah, they leave this one second clip of this dialogue in here, uh-huh. and everyone wonders what are they talking. about? <laughs> See that? Then, when Disney Channel got a hold of the movie Uh for release on cable, they cut out a lot of the uh, more um, tasteless things for children from the movie. Okay, and inserted the octopus scene. So, and they also inserted a scene of Troy at the grocery store burning the map. Uh, from oh, Mikey. right, yeah, yeah. Which is not in the theatrical cut. Right. So they took out a few scenes that were maybe a bit too smoky, a bit too uh, uh-huh. adult sure. for Disney Channel audiences, and put in these two scenes. And then kids grew up watching that cut of the film. So when kids were talking to other kids, they're like, wait a minute, what are you talking about? That's not in the movie. No, I swear to God, the octopus <laughs> is in the movie. There's... the. Children have grown up watching two different cuts. That stinks, man. Yeah. Oh, God. Yep. Oh. My girlfriend grew up on a Disney Channel tape Good of Lord. this movie. You're kidding. I swear to God. Oh, man. And she grew up with that cut. Has she seen both cuts? Now? Yes. Okay. Yes. We watched it together. Okay. And uh, we... and. It, it's on there as the bonus features, deleted scenes. These scenes are on there. <laughs> Holy crap. And by the way, the octopus scene is pretty shit. Oh, it's terrible. It's bad. Yeah. It's a good thing it got cut. It's like Bella <laughs> yeah. Lugosi fighting the octopus it, in it, it Bride of like the Atom. And yeah. Data pulls out like a Walkman uh-huh. and starts playing Cindy Lauper or something yes. and sticks it in the beak of the octopus. Yes. And the octopus doesn't know what to do and, and runs off. <sighs> it's pretty bad. I know. It's terrible. Good thing they cut it. The rest of these deleted scenes, maybe total five minutes, they should have left them in. It would have made yeah. the movie better if you right. ask me. I, I've seen the one with the, the deleted scene with Troy and mm-hmm. the map in the, in the store and everything. Yeah. Um, and I guess that would have been the the kids' only interaction with Troy because only Brand, um, Steph, and Andy um, actually have any scenes with Troy. The other kids like never see him until the end. Yeah, it's kind of um, like he's just known as he's the bully around town. I guess right. right. Uh, he's rich. Yeah, he's rich. He's entitled. Yeah, he thinks he's hot shit. Right, and um, everyone hates him. Yeah, but you don't see that yeah. with the young kids. Right, all you see is him grab Brand's hand and make him fly off a cliff. With, Attempted uh, murder. Yeah, he tries to kill a man. I mean, like, like full on, like, like Brand is not surviving. Not only is he sexually assaulting Andy. Oh my god, he's also trying to murder Josh Brolin it's, at the same time. This kid is pure evil. <laughs> this kid is an '80s movie child antagonist. He'd make a great Lost Boy. I know. I know. <laughs> he could be there with Alex Winter and those Dude, dudes. Yeah, definitely. Right. Get stabbed right in the heart. Corey Feldman <laughs> should have stabbed him in the heart in this movie. Yes, dude. <laughs> I would have loved to have seen. Well, you know what, dude? 
the, the only comeuppance Troy gets throughout the whole movie is the, you know, he, he gets denied, like, Andy coming up in the wishing well. Yeah. So there's that. He doesn't get to, you, you know. You Andy, you goonie, <laughs> he says. You know, a, a sick burn by Troy. Yeah, take but also, that. You know, but I guess when the country club, he's, you know, like, the, the, the plumbing, uh, I guess, shoots him up through the ceiling oh, yeah, for a minute. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, man... Brand needs to slug Troy on the beach. In the Troy end. needs to get punched. Yes. Definitely. Something else has to happen. I mean, Brand gets no catharsis, you know, throughout this whole thing of, of this guy. I right. mean, like, Josh Brolin could break this guy in half. We Dude, all we all know this. You just see him lifting weights the whole movie. Exactly. Josh Brolin is just getting fit. Yeah, he's, he's like... becoming Josh Brolin. Yeah. <laughs> 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 This little shit is running roughshod over the town. It's disgusting. I hate Troy. I do too. Troy sucks. <laughs> <laughs> um. So um. So the movie basically is the Fratellis chasing the Goonies through a bunch of caves and yeah. traps and stuff, mm -hmm. which kind of went really quick to me. Like it felt like right. it wasn't a huge part of the movie. Like it's probably at least half the movie. Yeah. But uh, this last viewing. I felt it wasn't a huge chunk of the film. Like, I remember thinking the whole movie was them in these caves and traps and stuff, but they all go pretty quick. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you get a little bit of, like, cartoon hijinks with the Fratellis, <laughs> yes. you know? These are bumbling idiots. Yeah. Who just, you know, always slip on a log, get a nut shot in, you know, <laughs> they can't shoot right. Uh -huh. You know, so, something stupid is happening all the time. Right. But it's a kid's movie, so yeah. that's what happens. Um, one scene I loved is when Data falls down the hole. And he uses the pinchers of power. Uh, a chattering teeth on a on a slinky basically shoots out of his wrist while he's falling down a hole. And he Spider-Mans himself so he doesn't land on the spikes. Yes. It is awesome. It is stupid as shit, but it is cool. And I and for, for some reason, I don't know why, but I I I love just on, on this viewing like 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 seeing uh, when, when when Data falls down the hole, mm -hmm. they don't know if the, if he made it or not. The yeah. other kids mm -hmm. and like Mikey buries his head in Brand's shoulder. It's okay. another brotherly moment, mm -hmm. and and like Brand just like like kind of caresses him because mm -hmm. like Mikey is really it's his best friend. It's his best friend. It's and, his and, neighbor. And, yes, and he just watched him die. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean it, it 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 writes itself pretty quickly when you hear Data saying, "Hey guys, I'm fine." You know, hey, pictures of power. The power. Right? Pictures of power. <laughs> There's another room down here. Exactly. And they're all really, you know, like like overjoyed at this. Yeah. Um, and I'm still not sure, though. Like, we don't see what happens next because Data's just hanging by the chattering teeth. Do they all climb down that hole? Yeah, because when you see the Fratellis following their trail, yeah. there's, there's a rope tied oh, off on yeah, one of those stalagmites. Right. Okay. That's uh, right. I guess they all had a rope that they climbed down. I, okay. I don't know. I got you. Data probably had a rope. Yeah, Data probably <laughs> fashioned a rope and it was fine. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, so they all climbed down there. But... If that's the way to go, that's that's a really shitty path to make. I mean, what will like, one-eyed Willie? What were you thinking? I know, and 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 I mean, I guess well. But so the I, correct path is also the path where you die. I get. I, well, but that makes sense because you're not supposed to find his treasure. Okay. All right. I was gonna say something about this. Okay. Why would you even make a map to your fucking treasure? <laughs> I don't know. You know where it is. <laughs> Well, but dude, but like, like, I guess because if you're a pirate, especially back then, you're constantly being like, um, like chased by authorities. So you have to like bury it in a place where they can't get it. And then you have to remember where it is. So you would make a map. I guess. I guess. Um, but you know what sucks is 
if you're thinking like that, they're they're roaming the seas. Yeah. And like, all right, we have to get back to here and here and here. And okay, I might not remember what that island looks like. <laughs> but no, these pirates are trapped in a cave for all eternity. They know where they are. <laughs> Why do they have a map to where they are? Right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> you're right. They, they they got to where they needed. You're right. Holy shit. This it, movie makes no sense. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. But it's a cool adventure. Yes, so of course. It's fun. Whatever. Um. One one little side thing I thought was awesome is when uh, Chunk calls the cops, yeah, saying that the Fratellis are here and their friends are trapped in a cave and blah 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 blah. Um, the cop starts naming off other occasions where Chunk <laughs> had called nine one one for help, uh-huh. and he mentions the time when those little green men multiply when they get wet. Excellent, <laughs> excellent reference. Yeah, totally awesome Gremlins joke yeah, right there. Yeah. I'm curious if that cop is actually in Gremlins. I, I would should, want to see that. I should have checked. I, mm. I, I know, yeah, because that would be like that would make it come full circle. Um, and Chunk also has a moment like like what happens. I guess I'm trying to remember how it goes down. But when he's making that call and that sheriff is going over the times where where Chunk has cried wolf, mm-hmm. like someone rips the phone out of the, the rips the phone cord out of the wall at that point it is, I can't remember if it was one of the Fratellis or, um, or was it, sl- uh, you I, know what? I can't remember now. I can't remember. Yeah. He, it gets ripped out of the wall. Yeah. Because like, cause he's, cause the, the, the sheriff is like saying all this stuff and then he hears like a dial tone. He's like, Lawrence. Um, okay. And I, I'm, I'm assuming the Fratellis showed up yes. and that's how they got him. And I'm and I'm confusing it with with when he first uh, gets captured by Robert Davi when he he goes out he goes up like I guess topside and he's trying to get people to stop yeah in the middle of the forest and no one is and finally a, a car stops and he starts you know he 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 gets his this, this kid's performance is amazing but he gets into the window he goes hey oh thank you for stopping <laughs> what me and my friends were being chased by these really disgusting people the Fratellis. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And the light turns on, and Robert Davi's face is in the rear, is uh-huh. in the side view mirror, uh-huh. and Chunk starts singing opera, mm-hmm. and Robert Davi. No, Robert Davi it. is singing that. Oh, Chunk, Chunk starts. starts it. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, okay. Um, and actually, you know what? I think he's singing. Uh, he might he might not be singing the same opera. He might be singing like like some one of his Hebrew school songs. Okay. I think about it. Okay. Um, and Robert Davi finishes it with some aria. Yeah, yeah, and uh, there's some. Uh, editing flubs here because yes. he's not singing in that side he's, mirror in, in the side mirror it shows that you hear robert davi he's singing. smoking a i know he's smoking the side mirror. Right? <laughs> that's a great and we noticed that when we were kids too that, yeah. that one flub oh yeah. whatever who cares yeah right? <laughs> uh, but yeah like chunk's timing is so poor like not acting <laughs> no, the character of the, chunk. the character right right he never says he always says the wrong thing at the wrong time that's right and like you just said he's like these terrible disgusting people the fratellis <laughs> and it's it's the fratellis in the car like I mean, he has p- horrible time that, that's what he leads with <laughs> yeah you know like like not, never assuming that this fr- that, that this right, car might yeah. have fratellis in it you know <laughs> chunk is a great character i know he's, he's so, awesome his nickname's chunk <laughs> Again, <laughs> the fat jokes. I know. And, and while the other kids are actually throughout the whole movie, while the other <laughs> kids are going are, are following the treasure map, Chunk and Sloth are behind them um, mm-hmm. by maybe I don't know, like a, a couple of They're hours. They're behind the Fratellis. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, you know, and, and because of that, they, they've kind of been everywhere. Mikey and the gang has been, and the Fratellis have been. All the obstacles are kind of, um, I guess like solved by the time chunk and sloth get there yeah yeah all the uh, traps have been triggered all, yes. the, all the puzzles have been solved right yeah 
So they're able to kind of very easily come in and save the day at the mm-hmm. end. And I remember the, the 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 big the big set piece trap is after they get the Fratellis like uh, Joe, Joey Pants, you know, like slips and, uh-huh. and racks himself on yeah. the, on the thing, and then Robert Dobby does the same thing. So now, so now they're both like almost passing out from ball trauma. <laughs> um, like it's time for the kids to get and away. Ramsey's just yelling yes, at them because they can't do you anything. Get right. up, right? <laughs> um, and uh, so they, they they go up onto this platform, and Andy, Carrie Green's character, knows how to play piano, mm-hmm. and there's this piano made of like finger bones. Yeah. Um, they got to play the bones. They got to play the bones to, mm-hmm. to, to get out of here. And on the back of the map is this is this sheet music. Mm-hmm. But before they turn it over, they read the instructions of what, you know, like what, what they have to do. And uh-huh. Mouth, uh, Corey Feldman, knows how to speak Spanish. Yeah. And she has to play the bones <laughs> properly. I mean, like, like she... There's no way they're getting out of this. I even thought this back then. I mean, like, the, the, this is not set up like a regular 88 keys. No. You know, you, she even says something about, like, I can't, I can't find middle C. Yeah, well, of course not, because there's no middle C on for there. the middle finger. I know. Right? That's what you got to do. <laughs> there's a femur. There's a rib. God. And, and the... That music on the back, that's not piano music. No, it's not. Because she's just playing one note it's at a time. It's a single... She's playing chords. Yeah. And the music on the back of this map is just single notes. It's a single You're note right. melody. You're right. Goddamn yeah. movie. I know. This they're, is the they're... worst movie I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> <laughs> Can't even get it right. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> The one thing that's not realistic in this movie is that music. Um, yeah. I, I would agree that the rest of it completely is is steeped in reality. Right, exactly. I mean, I, yeah. <laughs> I'll let it slide. Yeah. And yeah. then they start, you know, Indiana Jonesing through the place. Sure. Um, the, the whole thing is the Temple of Doom they're going through. Really, oh yeah, you know? yeah. So. It, it, it's yeah. I mean, like, and and you know, Jonathan Kihai Kwan, of course, he was uh-huh. in. Yeah, you know, short all, rounds in the exactly. film. I mean, he's, he knows where he's going. That's right. <laughs> And and they like once they get past the 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 the, the big bone piano, they mm-hmm. um find themselves after going down this chute in like One Eyed Willie's pirate ship. It's Waterloo's man. It, it is. Slip slide exactly. Down the water slide. This it is, is. I want to ride this. I know. It I want to go awesome. to Universal Studios, nineteen eighty five, and ride this slide. Can you imagine having been a Goonie, like like oh. being in the movie and getting to do all this stuff? That would have been mean, sweet. It, I I can't imagine a better a better childhood. Mm-hmm. You know I. I God, I, I wanted so bad to be a Goonie, mm-hmm. and, and I wanted to be a Goonie actor. I wanted to be in the cast, and I wanted to do what you just said. Yeah, I wanted to go down that slide, and I wanted to yell, oh, shit. I wanted to do Butch and Sundance, you know? Oh, man, it's so good. Uh, <laughs> so they go down the slide, and they find the pirate ship yep. that they've been looking for this whole time. Uh-huh. They've been looking for the treasure. Yeah. Um, but and, and they've talked about the legend, how the pirate ship hid in this cave, and it collapsed in on them, and they've been stuck there. Yeah. So... Here's the pirate ship that we've heard about. Wow, that's awesome. Right. And this is where the octopus fight would be cut into the movie. Yes. Um, but gladly it's not. And then they, they go into the pirate ship, can't find the treasure, and everyone starts getting really pissed at Mikey because the treasure's <laughs> not instantly like in front of their face, <laughs> which I thought was just odd. They're really hostile. Yeah. Like yeah. Martha Plimpton gets pissed. I know. I know. She's just straight up yelling <laughs> in his face. It's and when did she get on board? <laughs> like I, she's been kind of like, let's get out of here the whole time. Well, she has been, but I, but I guess if if you've, I mean, like like she's seen everything go down now. Yeah, she gets that that hive mentality going. Yeah, you know? yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. like she's skeptical at first, but I mean, I guess if you've seen the aliens, then you're you're now you know right. you're Mulder. Yeah. So <laughs> exactly, yeah. yeah. 
Dude, nice reference. <laughs> yes. I just started watching X-Files, by the way. Oh, okay. okay. I, I got to get through that whole thing, like all 987,000 it, hours it's, it's of gonna it. It's going to take you a minute. It yeah. will. Yeah. Um, but it's worth it. Uh-huh. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Robert Patrick's in there somewhere. That's, yeah, yeah, like episode 300, he comes in. Right? <laughs> okay, sweet. Yeah, yeah. So you get T-1000 around yes. 300 episodes yes. in. <laughs> um, and then Andy pulls a lever uh, that looks like every other rope or whatever, and it just happens to be the one that opens a room to the treasure room and Mikey goes up and he actually, he's the only one that goes up there and he sees the treasure everywhere. Yeah. And he, and he sees the big dining table and they're, they're like in the captain's room yeah. or something. And, uh, all his men are there. They're all dead with knives and swords in them. Yes. Um, it's a bunch of skeletons. Yeah. And, uh, one eyed Willie's at the end of the table and he goes up there and he kind of has like a heart to heart with him. Kind of yeah. like, you're the first Goonie man. Yeah. I finally got to meet you. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, pleased to meet you, Willie. <laughs> um, but it's a really good scene. I love it. Uh, it's, um, this kid is kind of like, I don't know. He's like, maybe coming to terms with what's going to happen to him. Like, yeah. this is the first Goonie here. I'm the last Goonie here. Right. Uh, right. Something right. like that. And when, he says something to him, and he turns around, and all the other Goonies are watching him talk to Willie. <laughs> yeah, and it's it would be humorous, but it it's played very serious. Like, yeah, like wow, we found this. This is actually important. He's and I know that like Mikey in that moment, he's thinking he's embarrassed because he hurt. He knows that the kids yeah have they seen hurt him, mm-hmm. made him make this speech. Yeah, but I think it's much more what you just said, where all the kids are kind of like. They, they might they might have heard Mikey say all this stuff, but they're actually just drinking in the moment, same as he is, like, oh, my God, this is the end of something. Yeah. Like, yeah, One-Eyed Willie 300 years ago was the first Goonie, mm-hmm. and we're the last, oh, my God, you know? Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Then they, then they say, <clears throat> what are you waiting for? Grab the treasure. Yes. <laughs> yeah, start getting all those doubloons. And a really great moment is when Mike, uh, I think Mouth goes to grab stuff off, of the, off the scale that's right in front of Willie, and Mikey says, no, leave that. That's for Willie. Yep. Ever anything else, take that. Yep. But that's Willie's. Right. That's right. really cool. He's like, you know what? He deserves to keep that treasure. <laughs> I mean, they they can't carry all that anyway. I mean, unless they get that octopus to carry some shit for him. That's right, dude. <laughs> but and, uh, yeah. you know, and it turns out, of course, he not not only was was his sentiment and his heart was in the right place about leave that for Willie. It turns out that logically. That was the right thing to do, because if you take Willie's jewels, that sets off another booby trap Uh in which the entire ship caves in on itself. And the Fratellis are too stupid to understand because they're just it's all about greed for them. Yep. Um, But when they greed and sloth, Dave. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yes. I forgot. And then there's five other Fratelli brothers who are also named Wrath and so on. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Holy shit. Um, <laughs> Kevin Spacey shows up. Yeah, that's right. Ten minutes left in the movie. <laughs> Man, if Kevin Spacey was in the Goonies. Awesome. Kevin Spacey as Troy. You think he'd have hair? 1985? <laughs> yes, I, yes. Okay. I've seen him with hair, oh, actually. Sweet. Like, as a young man, it's it's really, it's jarring. <laughs> <laughs> he was like a subway tough in some movie I saw in, like, 1986. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> it's so weird, dude. <laughs> anyway, yeah, uh, um, till they set off the trap. Yeah. And the cave starts collapsing in. The pirate ship starts to collapse or whatever. Uh-huh. Um, Sloth is kind of talked back to joining his family because it's his family, you know? Yeah. Um, And then Mama Fratelli is singing him Rockabye Baby, and she says, the cradle will fall, and Sloth is like, fall? No. Um, And then throws 
Mama from the ship. Yes. <laughs> Not yes, the train, right. but from the ship. That'll come like seven years later. Yeah. That, <laughs> right. Just <laughs> wait for Danny DeVito. Right. Um, but yeah, so he's now officially a Goonie. And, he saved the day. And I mean, when when Sloth, you know, like, uh, for, for, for you know, he, he yeah, like you said, he throws Anne, Anne Ramsey from, from the pirate ship, which mm-hmm. is excellent. Then he beats up, you know, jo- Robert Davi and Joey Pants, which right. is awesome. Yep. Um. And he like double clotheslines him or something. Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> and then and I, and and throughout all this, like 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 Anne Ramsey had made Andy walk the plank and stuff uh-huh. like that, and and Bran had to go in and save her. So like now all the fraternities have taken the, the Goonies' jewels from them, all of them, mm-hmm. and um and now they just have to kind of get out before the whole place you know gets crushed. Uh-huh. And like there's this just just heart wrenching moment when like like Sloth is holding the uh, a rock up. He's so, holding the last boulder to, yes, to escape. Yes, mm-hmm. and everybody's going through his legs to get through and like he grabs for chunk and chunk is like looking up at him he's like holding him under his uh-huh. you know like uh, under his chin and he's like oh sloth they're gonna get crushed and, and mm-hmm. oh, man you're just sitting there going please no please yeah, don't don't sloth can't die sloth can't die no way mm-hmm. and you think that the fratellis are dead mm-hmm. and i'm still not quite sure how they didn't die yeah uh we never know. really see um but they emerge <laughs> on the beach <laughs> Along with the Goonies. There's probably many other openings. I, <laughs> yes, probably so. Or I'm sure there's some other key deleted scene that was in the Disney cut that we didn't get. Probably, yeah. You know. Um, <laughs> but uh, so now all the kids are on the beach and, and like they've been reunited with their parents and the Fratellis come up and the cops all go over to mm-hmm. arrest them. And uh, the kids en masse run over and they stand in front of Sloth and say, and, and they're telling the no, cops. he's a good guy. Exactly. Blah, blah, blah. Th- those th- th- get 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 the, the other three mm-hmm. right. And without asking his parents, Chunk tells <laughs> <laughs> Chunk tells Sloth, "You're gonna live with me now." Yep. That's a major responsibility. It is. And when Chunk's parents run up to him, they're also carrying a hot, fresh Domino's pizza. <laughs> <laughs> and Chunk says, "Oh, it's my favorite." <laughs> and his dad is wearing the same shirt as him. <laughs> this is a whole Chunk family, man. Oh, my God. These are the Chunks. His last name is Chunk. His last name is Chunk. That's so terrible, So Sloth man. is going to have to change his name from Sloth Fratelli <laughs> to Sloth Chunk. You know what, dude? Sloth's going to put all of them on a workout program. Is probably what's going to happen. Sloth is straight jacked, man. <laughs> right. God. I mean, because like, because like we talked about like Josh Brolin, um, about like what a physical specimen he is, uh, and yeah. he's just dwarfed by John Matuzak in this he's movie. Huge, yeah, he's freaking huge. I know. <laughs> um, and finally, Troy's dad shows up to get the final signature from Mikey's dad, <laughs> or or whatever signature it is—the uh-huh. first, the last, the middle—who knows? Yeah. But it's very important. And as he's about to sign, uh, Louisa. That's her name, right? The the, the oh the maid, the yeah. maid who's helping him pack. Um, what is her name? I can't uh, remember. I, it might be Louisa. Anyway, she speaks Spanish. Yeah, and so Mouth has been translating the whole movie inaccurately, intentionally for humorous reasons. Yes, which we skipped over, but it's good. Uh-huh. Uh huh. <laughs> she she finds a bag of something and says, "Don't sign the paper." So they all run and grab the paper. Don't sign it. And she has found a bag of jewels, um, worth. Maybe $1,500, <laughs> if you ask me. Okay. That is going to save the town from the golf course uh, hungry Troy's dad. Yeah. 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 Um, that's not going to... That's not going to... 
handful of emeralds is not gonna. Um. Okay. I don't know. Let's 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 unpack this for a minute. Okay. All right. Let's say. Okay. So so there's maybe there's maybe thirty jewels in that in that satchel. Right. Okay. 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 They pour them into the hands. Okay. Let's say each one of them is a pure polished stone. So there's rubies. Like the highest quality. Yes. Okay. Like they've been mined and and like like it's it's right from this the source. This is the finest pirate treasure you can find. Yes. Okay. So okay. there there's a ruby in there. There's emeralds. There's sapphires. There might be a diamond or two. There's in there. sure. Okay. Um, they're all gleaming in the light. If there's that many of them, I'm I'm gonna say that maybe they are like worth. Okay. Like maybe that is a king's ransom. Maybe. You know, I'm um, no jeweler, so I, I don't. Know. And I'm not either. I you know, but I I maybe just, 1985 money. I mean, I've, I, I mean, I've bought an engagement ring before, <laughs> yeah. I, I, and I know that, that it was quite a lot of money. Um, That's true. I, I paid like a thousand bucks or whatever, and it was a very small, you know, stone. So, yeah. Um, I yeah, m- m- maybe maybe the, this this was you know like a lot of a lot of maybe lot of scratch. it is. You know yeah. what? Is it in a kid's palm or an adult's palm? Um, I, I want to know I, that. I remember two. I remember oh, two. Oh, there's palms. two palms. Yes, they're, they're dumped into two. That palms. That might be enough to fend off a golf course. <laughs> yes, exactly. It might. All right. All right, Dave. You, they are quite big and yeah. wondrous. Yes. And yeah, they're great. And also, you know, if they would just row like a speedboat out to One-Eyed Willie's ship, which is now emerged from the cave, right? They got all the the goondock saving jewels they could get their hands on anyway. Yeah, that's true. You know, it's, they, maybe, yeah, they, yeah. they got to go out and get that shit. They they, they do. They just need why to do they just let it there. go away? I don't know. I, I mean, well, yeah. maybe they go. Maybe there's a postscript scene. It's possible. Like, a post credits. Maybe did, did I miss that? No, uh, no, <laughs> I don't think that, that there was a any. Disney cut. No, yes, exactly. With the stinger, where they go out and get it. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> I don't think they do. I think they just say, "All right, one-eyed Willie, you got away." I mean, Mikey does blow him a kiss. Um, he says goodbye, Willie. Oh, and um. Josh Brolin gives Andy a kiss too. Yes, he does. Uh-huh. Yes, which is great. Yeah, because uh, they, they they had shared a kiss when he saved her from drowning, uh-huh. and then they kissed on the beach, and and like uh, Mikey and Brand's mom is about to go interfere, and decides against it. She says, "Let her mother worry about it." Yes, yes, <laughs> which which is what you say when when your when your child is is making out. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> One scene I wanted to talk about. We're we're gonna have to wrap up real soon, but I liked the wishing well scene mm-hmm. when they go, they think they found treasure and it's just a bunch of coins people have flipped down a wishing well. Yeah. And um they're all like, Let's grab the coins, you know? And uh Martha Plimpton chimes in like, You can't take this. These are people's wishes. Yes. Like you you can't take these. These are important to people. Right. You can't just grab them. Which I thought was a really cool, kind of more like back into reality moment. Yeah. Uh, it was a good sentiment. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It was very good. And Corey Feldman responds with, well, yeah, this, see this coin, this was my wish and it didn't come true and I'm taking it back. Yep. Which really, that's how he's feeling about the goondocks being sold. You know, uh-huh. like he tried. Right. He can't do shit about it and he's pissed and he's just going to move on and forget about it and give up. It's the only time that like mouth is like seriously emotional in the yeah, movie is yeah. when he's making that speech. He holds up the coin. This was my dream. This was my wish. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's a good scene. Yep. And then you get the Andy, you goody. Yeah, that. that's so, right. Um, yeah. Just a quick little thing. I really love that. And I wanted to talk about it. Okay. And also did Rube Goldberg write this script? <laughs> because every trap, it's a fucking mouse trap. Like, 
God. I know, I know. Um, and <laughs> even to open the gate at the house is a Rube Goldberg. The device. first Rube Goldberg <laughs> device we see is at is at Mikey's house. Yeah, yep. And it's and it's way and it's I, I think it's just about as elaborate as anything One Eyed Willie comes up with. Certainly, it, it is. Maybe there's some kind of connection. There. It's possible. You know, I mean, like knows? they they were both Goonies. So yeah. Huh. I don't know. Uh, Chris Columbus wrote the script, though. People, uh, not not Rube Goldberg. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um anything else you want to talk about uh just a couple of things okay um it's related to i don't i know you said you got the movie on blu-ray yeah when i got my my first dvd player like what 15 years ago or thereabouts mm-hmm. um i one of the first ones i watched was i got a uh, a dvd copy of the goonies mm. i think it was like the 15th anniversary it might have been like you know released in 2000 or something yeah. like that and there's a dvd there's like a, a director's commentary track on it but it's not just Richard Donner. It's Richard Donner and the whole cast. Oh, my Blu-ray has that. Oh, it does? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's kind of unlike any other like commentary track that I've seen in where they they actually cut away periodically to like a picture-in-picture picture of the guys, of the people like recording the commentary. Oh, cool. So they're all sitting at a long table like watching the movie together. And wouldn't you know it, Josh Brolin is sitting next to Carrie Green and Martha Plimpton. Mm-hmm. Uh, because of course he is. Yeah, you know I, that's you know. where I'd be. Um, <laughs> that's where I'd want to sit. Yes. <laughs> and at one point, no one wants to sit by Corey Feldman. No, no Come one wants on. to sit a next to Two thousand and two Corey Feldman. No, thank you, no. <laughs> um, but at one point, I think it was in two thousand actually, because Sean Astin <laughs> leaves halfway through it. Uh huh. And as it turns out, he had just gotten word that he had been cast in the Lord of the Rings. Wow. And he had to get on a plane to New Zealand right away. Awesome. Which is a cool thing. That's a cool little tidbit. But no one knew it at the when they're recording the commentary. That didn't come out until like, you know, a year later that mm-hmm. they you know, I'm I'm sure they found out pretty quickly. Yeah. But we didn't find out about why he left the, the Goonies commentary so until like a long time ago. Were later. they all like where'd Sean go? Yes. They're constantly <laughs> saying, where, where is he? And, and they, they put the camera on like this empty seat right in the middle of the That's table. That's awesome. Yeah, dude. it's pretty cool. Um, one more thing. <laughs> I always remembered Steph and Mouth kissing at the end. Yeah. But that's not what happened. It's not. They just hug. Yeah. Um. I, I think that Mouth really wants to kiss Steph. Yeah. Um. I think she wants to kiss him, too. Do you? Mm-hmm. Okay. I think she does. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. Secretly. Secretly? Yeah, uh, well, she, she mean, wants to kiss him. I know it. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I can tell. Yeah. <laughs> There's a, you know what, dude? You, you might be right. Okay. Um. But yeah, no. And I, I think that, like... That, that's probably what what maybe it, I'm sure it was part of the script at some point that, that that the two of them get together because they're at each other's throats the whole movie. Yeah, and there's and, a couple you know, moments where like there's one they're hugging each other and then when Martha Plimpton figures out its mouth, she pushes yeah, them she away. Yeah, she pushes them away. I know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she like yeah. dunks them back in the water. Yes, exactly. Yeah, and there's a part where they're arguing in each other's faces and it's like you guys want to kiss. I can oh, tell. Yeah, yeah. I can tell. There's a lot. What of do tension. you do when you like a girl? You're mean to her. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, anything else? Um, uh, no, I, I mean, like, like, like we, we've done a lot of great movies on this show and, and like, like this, this doesn't, you know, this isn't the Godfather, obviously, right. but, but it's still one that we've seen probably more times than we've seen the Godfather. So, yeah. you know, I, it's, it's, it's weird. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, like the, the, the greatest movies are maybe they demand too much of you. This is one that you can just put on like an old blanket and just let it wash over you. Yeah. So that's why you've seen it so many times. Yep. So would you recommend it? Yep. Um, especially if you're a kid, yeah. I, and, I mean, like, I, I know that we talked about how the eighties kids was different. Um, but that then you brought up though, that like, if you were eight years old or nine years old and you were seeing it today, you're going to love this movie and watch it, 
you know, on the Blu-ray copy, don't watch the Disney cut. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yeah, yeah, I would recommend it too. Uh, like I said earlier in the movie, I didn't grow up on this movie, but I'd seen it, you know, a bunch of times. Uh-huh. And uh, it's a good movie. I'd recommend it, definitely. Cool. So that about wraps things up. If you like what you heard, please subscribe in iTunes, rate it, review it. Most of all, share it with all the other dudes out there. Get mm-hmm. more dudes in the army. Hashtag dude army. Join it today. Enlist. <laughs> yes. We want you. <laughs> so if you don't use iTunes, find us anywhere else. Or go to dudesonmovies.com and find us right there. Yes, uh, we are on Facebook and Twitter also. That's where we do all of our fan interaction, listener interaction. Mm-hmm. And we have an email address, uh, dudesonmovies at gmail.com. Please drop us a line. Yes, definitely. Tell us what your favorite kids movie is. Mm-hmm. Or 80s movie. Oh, yeah, please. Uh, so, yeah, this was the final week of Dudes on Demand. This was from Caitlin in St. Louis. Thank you very much. So next week, we've got another doozy. It's almost a half request, Dave, uh-huh. because this is something we've been wanting to do, Yeah, the two of us, but it was also requested. So um, we're definitely doing it. Yeah. So speaking of Richard Linklater, it's 1993's Dazed and Confused, directed by the said Linklater. Yes. Starring a ton of people. That's right. Uh, we didn't talk about who we were going to say, but you know McConaughey's in there. Right. Ben Affleck's floating around. And, and Wiley uh, Wiggins, of yeah, course. Yeah, Wiley Wiggins is stealing the show. <laughs> Uh, you got everybody. Adam Goldberg. Uh-huh. I mean, it's it's loaded. It goes on for days. This, You've heard of every everyone person. Everyone knows that this is awesome. That's so, right. So um, we're looking forward to this. So until next week, I'm your dude, Scott. I'm your dude, Dave. And we'll see you next time. Dude.